Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, Metroplex. Bobby Belt. Fist pump time on the fan cam when it's supposed to happen one hour from now. This is mine. Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Roberto on the home of the Rangers. The station is heading out over the weekend to surprise Arizona, but this man is already there. And I woke up with FOMO and jealousy as Pat Doney posted part of his sit-down whale alert with the Maddox brothers particularly Greg. And Mm. Pat's joining us on the Diamond Factory Hotline from Arizona on 105.3. Positive Pat. The fan. Good morning, Patrick. How you been? What's up, boys? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing very well. How long you been out there? Uh, This is day number four. Okay. And um, it's it's been awesome, man. I mean, this team, the vibe in the clubhouse is just so different with the names they've added to the group. Um, I mean, of when you see like Jacob DeGrom walking in, you know, the other guys are kind of like, Oh yeah. Okay. We have that guy on our team. I mean, a lot of the, the dudes like, uh, like Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, you could tell that they know things are drastically different feeling. And then Bochi just brings such a, a calming presence every day when he comes and does his media uh, availability and just, you know, so much credibility there, obviously with what he's done in the past. So it's been fun kind of getting to know some of the new guys, but also, seeing some of the guys who have been here for a little while, seeing how different they feel with the expectations and with the new people brought in the group, man. And, and you guys know coming out to the desert, it's just, it's, it's awesome being here every year. It's like a refreshing feel every time you come out to surprise in spring. You tweeted about Bochi's confidence. I mean, Derek Holland was in here yesterday saying he expects them to make the playoffs. A lot of people are talking like that. Is Bochi talking like that as well out of the gate? 100%. I mean, like every single time he's asked about this team, he doesn't like he like cuts the reporter's question off and jumps in and says something along the lines of like, no, no, no. Yeah, I want these guys to expect to be really good right now. He said, we have the pitching to be good right now. We have the guys on this team to be good right now. They know the division is good. Clearly, the AL West is, if not the toughest division in baseball, you know, it's one of them for sure. But they I mean, they start you start looking at some of the pitching that they have in the rotation, the way Bochi has been really good with bullpen use and, and getting the most out of bullpens from the past. And then just some of the other guys that are coming up. I mean, like they're really fired up about Josh young, you know, being an everyday third baseman. And I was talking with Josh the other day about his first game last year 
he had a home run in his first major league baseball at bat, which I can't imagine what that feeling was like. Yeah. After all, he's been through with the injuries. But there, there are just multiple players on this team that feel like they're ready. It's kind of coming to a head all at the same time for this team to be significantly better than it was before, whether it's the playoffs or not. All, I don't know. All, all I know is they should be competitive deep into the season and be in the mix to potentially be in the postseason if everything doesn't go wrong at some point, which I think Rangers fans have to be excited about. And uh, I want you to ask me about Greg Maddox. Ask me about that, please. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what about Greg Maddox? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my, in my career, boys. I mean, just sitting down, baseball nerd, like 10-year-old version of me can't believe that just happened. You know, sitting down with Greg and with Mike and just talking, pitching with them for like 15 minutes. There's the two of them sitting on a couch, me sitting in there, and we, we were actually in Ray Davis's office, you know, because the other rooms were taken at the facility there. So we're sitting there in the About office. About time someone's in there. Yeah. <laughs> calm down now. Calm down. All right. So, so I mean, just to, to hear his perspective on pitching in general and just to see, you know, the way he talks about it. And, I mean, I flat out asked him. I said, because I had spoken with Marcus Simeon the day before um, just by the cages, and he was talking about how, you know, everybody wonders with the live batting practice coming with these pitchers coming in. You know, he was like, somebody asked me, what does this guy have? He's like, I have no idea, but I know he throws 96 because everybody throws 96, 98 today in, in Major League Baseball, yeah. if not higher. And I asked Greg, I said, well, I mean, does your approach still work? And he was like, 100%. You know, he was listing off the things that they care about and velocity was fourth on the list. You know, it's like it was – uh, location, movement, something else that I can't remember what he said. And then right now, and then fourth, it was velocity after that. And just to see him working with somebody like Jack Leiter, pulling him aside. I mean, come on, man. Like, and, and then talking to Jack about what that was like meeting Greg Maddox and getting to know him and learning from the professor. It was just a really memorable, cool conversation and uh, I'm actually going to have that story on NBC5 on Sunday night at 10 p.m. if people are interested in seeing the extended conversation. But uh, I just it was one of those fanboy moments. And, in fact, the Rangers pitcher, a young guy, told me, I'm not going to tell you who it was, he goes, I'm having a hard time learning from Greg Maddox because I keep fanboying, fanboying over it. Yes. You know, the fact that it's Greg freaking Maddox. But at the same time, like, man, the knowledge has just been off the charts for these young guys. I, I think it's been really cool. Where, where He always sets off an argument. Uh, with with the other all time great, so where was Maddox on, on the Pat Doney hierarchy growing up? For me and Kevin Hagelin, he was one. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he was one. As I'm, well. I'm not. I'm not talking greatness. I'm talking your favorite. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, he was. He was definitely. I mean, I, I loved watching Randy Johnson pitch as well, just because he was so filthy, you know. And then Nolan Ryan obviously was amazing too. But I mean, the thing that you had to love about Maddox was just that. He felt like the everyday man yeah, he did. going out and still dominating, which to me is the reason that like Steph Curry is so appealing in the yeah. NBA Yes, because it's like, he's like the six foot one dude who's out there and can't be stopped. Yeah. You know? So I think all of us who are not six, seven are like, Hey, look, I could have potentially done this. Obviously we couldn't have, but when you watch somebody like Greg Maddox go out there and dominate the way he did, it makes it feel like, you know, like you have, Wait, wait a second. These are these just unbelievably amazing hitters, and they can't hit this guy, and he's throwing eighty-seven. Like, yeah. what is going on? Maybe yes. I could have. Maybe I had a shot, Dad. You know, it's like because <laughs> he was just so good, man. So yeah, no, really fun to talk baseball with him for sure. Uh, Pat Doney here, join us here at one hundred five through the fence. Also easy not to 
have a hit when you never have to throw the ball over the plate. I knew that was because the umpires are in your back pocket the entire. I, I mean, you know, he, he, he oh, should God. be talking to Jack because neither one of them throw a strike. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There's a lot of Jack Lighter worry, but I saw you tweeting about Kumar Rocker the other day. So, what have you learned, or what have you come taken away? What have you taken away about the young guns? I have zero worry about Jack Lighter. Let me just first start that. Okay, you have to understand. Last year, the transition to major to professional baseball, everything, there is a lot that goes into that. I think there were things that they were working on with him to try and get him ready for the major leagues. All you need to know is that in his first pitching appearance here in spring training, and it's day one a couple days ago, I, I get that, Bruce Bochy described it as, I'm not sure anybody can throw the baseball any better than what I just saw. Okay, so he started off red hot. He looks the part. He is clearly comfortable, put in a lot of work in the offseason. What I love, you asked about Kamar Rocker, his former teammate at Vanderbilt. I really like this kid too. And he came out, and it was funny seeing him pitch against Simeon and Seeger and some of the veteran guys as they were kind of getting in there and getting their legs under him for the first couple of times. But it's always funny to see the reaction of the veteran guys who have been good at the major league level. And I always kind of watch to see what they say. And they walked away from going against Kumar Rocker. And one of them was like, yeah, he might have a future. I mean, like the sarcastic quips about like, this dude is really, really good. I think that those two guys, I mean, the hype is, is justified. I think that they have real chances to be really good. And it's been fun too, to get to know them a little bit. And what I think kind of helps them not be as like awestruck about everything. I didn't, put two and two together, you know, getting it until this point here. But both of them have that pedigree from their dads. I mean, everybody knows that Jack Leiter's dad is Al Leiter, the former longtime pitcher, MLB Network, and has clearly shaped him and talking to Jack about that was cool. But then Kamar's dad, Tracy, is a, the former Auburn star, and then he's been a longtime coach. He's the Eagles defensive line coach. And so he's been around professional athletes and been at – huge sporting events and in, in locker rooms and clubhouses his whole life as well, too. So neither of them seem overwhelmed by the moment. And I think that's a good sign when you're talking about early 20s guys who have insane expectations thrust upon their shoulders, and yet they're kind of going out there and they just seem like ho-hum, they're ready for this, they've been groomed for this moment. I think there's very real – the expectations should be real. And I, I think that these guys have a chance to be good. It's, if it's, is it this year? Probably not. Is it next year? Maybe so. All I know is that I would bet on both of them. I think that both of them are people who are going to be good people in the major leagues and people who have success with the Rangers in the future. Pat, it sounds like DeGrom is going to have his first bullpen session today. Your other impressions of him and your coverage of the DeGrom scare that we had early on, which the Rangers and everyone else has said is now nothing. I mean, based on what I've seen, I think that that's legitimate, that it's really not been anything. Um, just because I see him go out there and light toss throw, and it's pretty obvious that he wants to do probably a little more than what they're letting him do from the beginning, but they're just being super cautious with him. M my overall feeling with Jacob has been the conversations I've had, first of all, he's a really likable guy. I mean, and I think that he seems to be somebody who is happy about having a fresh start. He, he doesn't he doesn't seem like he loves having huge groups of reporters and media in his face mm. all the time. Yeah. And so I wonder if the move from New York city to DFW is going to be really good from him from that standpoint. 
But I mean, just personally, man, he's just, we were talking to him yesterday. He seems to just be a really good father. You know, he's got two young kids and another, another kid on the way. And his, you know, one of his sons just started playing baseball and he was talking about making the transition to coach pitch and stuff. I mean, just, just seems to be a good dude overall who seems to be happy to be here. And then, like you mentioned, he's going to be throwing today. So I, I can't wait to be out there today to go and watch him finally get off the mound, finally pitch, because I think he's excited to show that he can be the guy who he was before all of the injury stuff. He was pretty good at the end of last season. He points that out often whenever people ask him about being healthy. Well, I came back at the end of last year and I was feeling pretty good. And, oh, yeah, he's the favorite to win the American League Cy Young right now. So clearly there are some people who are pretty smart who are also potentially saying he does have a chance to be great again as well. So I'm fired up to watch him off the mound later today for sure. Pat, everything seems pretty stabilized in terms of what they want to do with the batting order, what they want to do with the uh, positional players. The the only real question it feels like heading into this camp is going to be left field. How do you handicap the left field race? And assuming all these pitchers stay healthy, are the bats going to be good enough? That's going to be the question for sure. I mean, the bats are definitely going to be interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how the offensive game in Major League Baseball in general changes you know with the new rules you know the no shift i don't know if this is getting enough attention the no shift the bigger bases things i you know the limited pitch uh you know uh pickoff attempts the pitch clock all this kind of stuff i I think it has a chance to really impact offenses across the league in a lot more ways than what we're giving it credit right now but um back to this team left field is going to be very interesting you know i've worked on a little bit of you know some stories with Bubba Thompson and with Brad Miller, two guys who have chances to win that job out there. Thompson's athleticism is just insane. I mean, he is so fast. He was Jalen Tolbert's quarterback in high school, you know, and so it was fun kind of talking to him about playing football and baseball back in the day. Big fisherman guy. I like him a lot. Brad Miller is one of those like glue guys, you know, like he's got the famous stories back with the Phillies where they were on a losing streak and he bought a bamboo plant and brought it and called it the lucky bamboo plant. And they started (laughs) winning and they won like nine out of 10 games immediately. And so, you know, the bamboo plant became a thing. He said, he's also willing to consider bringing a bamboo plant to the Rangers if it's needed, you know, at some point, I mean, just one of those, everybody likes him type guys. Um, but I mean, the offense, you know, we'll see like Seager had, had a pretty good offensive year for the most part. Um, you know, Nathaniel Lowe is a guy who I think, uh, you know, could continue to get better considering that they've had the other pieces, you know, that are there to take a little bit pre- of pressure off him, even though he had a nice season. And then Simeon came on pretty strong at the end of last year as well, but it's going to be a pitch first team in my opinion. And then the question is whether or not the offense can be good enough for them to be really good. But regardless, they're going to be better than they were a year ago. And, I mean, in Vegas, they have them with a winning record. The over-under, I think, is 83. And I think that's justified. There's reason to believe that. And this group is buying that. There, there is a definite different feel in the clubhouse right now than there was a year ago. Is there a young position player that you're keeping an eye on? Josh Young, the third baseman, for sure. I mean, I just – I think, you know, I think he has a chance to be a really good – a really good player. I mean, there's a reason they took him in the first round a couple years ago and the injuries thing have been, you know, unfortunate. And the question is always, is the injury plague or is it something that was just a couple of fluke things that happened? But um, he seems to fit right in. And I think that he has a chance to be a guy who, when he doesn't have to be the feature player on the team, I think he could be somebody who is sneaky good in 2023 
you know, as like, you know, batting seventh or something like sixth in the lineup at that point. I just, I think that I like him a lot personally. And I also think that he has a lot of skills. And I think that um, he could be that kind of really nice corner piece at third base that is a, uh, it's a really nice addition to this team as, as an everyday player who has the injuries, hopefully, you know, for his case, in his case, in the rearview mirror at this point. Thank you, brother. Thanks for waking up with us and have a great trip back home. We appreciate it, Pat. Anytime, boys. Have a great day. Good talking with you. Pat Doney, our TV partner, NBC5 on the Diamond Factory hotline here on Sean and RJ. The biggest story in sports right now, the scandal at Alabama. Should the player and coach be gone after what happened yesterday? We'll get into it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll go below the belt at 840. And Josh Green, the breakout player from your Dallas Mavericks in the final hour of the show as the Mavs are back in action tonight against the Spurs at the AAC. Report coming out from ESPN that all of Lamar Jackson's counter offers to the Ravens last year, because first we heard that the Ravens disrespected him with lower than market offers. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, well, no wonder. Are you kidding me? That's why Lamar would say no. Well, now I'm sure the Ravens side is talking. Someone told Jeremy Fowler uh, and Jamison Hensley ESPN, all of Lamar's counter offers were for fully guaranteed contracts. Each counter exceeded Deshaun Watson's $230 million guaranteed. Get your bag. Go get it. Uh, that Look, that's... This is... I mean, I, I, I continue to be fascinated by this. I am too. I in mean, terms of not knowing the right answer. I think the right answer is to pay him. But man, the Cleveland Browns screwed the Baltimore Ravens. They did. And, you know... From from Lamar to the Ravens standpoint, you know, they're gonna be looking at me like, hey, look, that's that's the Browns. The Browns did like this. That's not the new norm. And the players like, well, no, it, it is the new norm. Right. And I'll be very like Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are gonna determine whether that's the new norm or not. Yep. Let's uh, Joe Burrow's getting fully guaranteed, guys. Uh Justin Maybe. Herbert's getting. I mean, played. I mean, I mean. You think the rest of the league will win with the pushback that that was a one-off in Kurt, Cleveland? Kurt Cousins got fully guaranteed. 
Okay, that was supposed to be the one that broke the mold when he went to Minnesota, and it didn't. True. Yeah, but that was only three years, right? Still. Yeah, but, and- I mean, it was still it was still fully guaranteed. I'll tell you what, and this is something that I know we've noted before, but you look at that negotiation, you go, my word, how could Cleveland get raked over the coals by that? Just know that's the same guy who's going to be negotiating Micah's contract in 12 months. That's the same guy that's going to be sitting across from the Joneses on Micah. <gasps> so, that's... I mean, David, that's David Mulugeta. He's the agent. He's, he is what Rosenhaus was back in the day in terms of just, he's a shark and he'll get everything that he wants in these negotiations. I mean, he's, he's, he's a great guy. Hook him. Longhorns alum, David oh. Mulugeta. But, uh, I wouldn't want to be sitting across from him if I'm the Jones is here in 12 months. And yeah, you see that happen with. Deshaun Watson and then Lamar Jackson starts going well that's what I want and I mean are we gonna hear Jalen Hurts once fully guaranteed I'm sure there are gonna be some guys that recognize well if it's about getting paid or just not taking fully guaranteed I think they'll break so that's just how I would look at it all right the Alabama basketball scandal where are we with it after last night or how do we even get up to this point choppy well how we got to this point is 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 you know a point of contention among investigators right now. So, brief backstory, Darius Miles is a player on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, he was believed to be involved in the shooting of Jamea Harris. Uh, she's a 23-year-old mom of a 5-year-old. Uh, she is she has died. Uh, he is Darius Miles is one of two individuals who are in connection with this crime. Uh, so he has been removed from the basketball team. Nate Oates... Yeah, Darius Miles going to jail. All signs point to yes. Right. That one, yeah. Uh, Nate Oates is the head coach of Alabama. Now, until 48 hours ago, Nate Oates hasn't really been in any trouble. Um, And neither has Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller is the leading scorer on the Bama basketball team and a future lottery pick. It came out that Brandon Miller brought the gun to Darius Miles that was used in this shooting. Uh, via text message, Miles like, hey, I need, my, need this gun. Brandon Miller brought him to the gun at 1230 in the morning. Not like... By, at, the, by the way, Darius Miles had his bond denied. Yeah. So... Not 1230 in the afternoon, like, hey, I'm going to a shooting range. 1230 in the morning. I don't think good, generally good things don't happen after 1230 in the morning yeah. with guns being involved. Um... So now it's like, what do you do with Brandon Miller? I think a lot of people are calling for Brandon Miller to sit while this is going on. Uh, investigators right now say he is in no trouble at the moment. Um, he played last night. He played last night. And let me tell you, if you ever had to worry about somebody playing a good a good game with a lot on their mind, yeah. Brandon Miller told you that that is not a He had 41. In a college basketball game. And the go-ahead layup. Yeah, Final second. Over, it went to overtime. He had 41 of their 78 points. Wow. In in overtime. And, and, and they won 78-76 against a, 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 a pretty pedestrian South Carolina team. It would have been a bad loss for Bama, even though it was on the road. But, like, credit to him. But. Like, they were chanting, lock him up and guilty several times in the crowd. Yeah. Like, this is an impressive and also scary performance. Yeah, like, you want to talk about a guy who compartmentalized tragedy, it's Brandon Miller right now. Um, so, from a bat, from a purely basketball standpoint, that guy played. But there's the obvious 
which is what's going to happen with him and what should happen with him. This guy brought the gun to the crime. Whether he knew about that or not, we don't know at this moment, but he brought the gun to the crime. The other issue is that the head coach, Nate Oates, might be the most tone-deaf individual that there is in sports right now. (laughs) That's saying a lot. We knew about that. I mean, you know, can't control everything. Anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble on this case. Like, the wrong spot at the wrong time. Oh, Oh, God, Nate. Wrong spot at the wrong time. Appear to appear. Just try to sound a little bit more remorseful. Try to sound like yeah. it's not just someone getting in trouble for smoking a joint. Someone's someone's dead. College players will tell you that, or college coaches, I should say, will tell you that one of the things when they go into these living rooms is they say, "Listen, I'll be your parent. I'll parent your kid from afar for you." Um, if, if like, if your kid brought a gun to a crime that was used in a murder, are you going to let your kid play basketball that night? You're probably not. Like, you'd be like, okay, bud, just, 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 just hang back here. The text that Miles allegedly sent to Miller, according to testimony, uh, was I need my joint. So I don't know whether that was Darius's gun. I don't know whether it was Miller's gun. Uh, they're also... It's coming out of the court testimony that, like, Miller was already on his way to Miles. Miles had been asking him to come over for about an hour when the text arrived. But the argument here is, uh, well, there's a lot of arguments. Number one, should Brandon Miller be in trouble legally? Two, should he have even played last night while this is being investigated? But... I think the number one question for attorneys, I've texted a couple trying to figure out what the law is. The Alabama officials say, look, he didn't do anything wrong legally right now that we found. Bobby, what do you think? Brandon Miller delivering the gun to Darius Miles. Yeah, the actual like legal question, that is, I, I have no idea what the law would say on that. And I guess it would also come down to what did you know and when did you know it? Right. What did you know Darius Miles was intending to do? Those sorts of things would, would play into it as well. Uh, but in terms of just right or wrong and and just evaluating it from that perspective and taking the law out of it, no, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be playing. But the difference is, I mean, obviously, there's the difference of one committed murder or, or is alleged to have committed murder. And the other one may have just been a party to delivering the weapon. But part of this difference, too, for Nate Oates is probably Darius Miles was recruit number 159, and he was number 14. Like, is this worse than Kelvin Joseph? From Brandon Miller's standpoint? Yes. What we can prove, probably. If you can, I mean, it doesn't seem to be any question. He gave him the gun. Yeah. Kelvin Joseph's story the whole time and the only thing that could be proved was that Kelvin Joseph was in the vehicle and may not have been any party to it. Kelvin Joseph's issue was not reporting it. Yes. Right. Until we found, like, after we found out he didn't pull the trigger. If Fox 4 never brings that story up and if Twitter doesn't find it out, Kelvin Joseph is never assisting the police in getting justice for that guy's family. True. I agree. Look, it's it's a a tough spot to be in because... Brandon Miller, 
did he do anything wrong according to the law? You know, no, apparently, according to what you're saying. Right? What you, like what's accessory to a crime? I, I, yeah, I, I <laughs> look, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, but also there's the innocent until proven guilty fa- you know, aspect of it, which I fully stand by. And, and, and I think he's an available player until the court says he's not an available player. Uh, the optics of it are, are quite, quite poor. You know, they've, I mean, obviously, just, just moving the side, we're talking strictly from a basketball standpoint. Uh, they've got, you know, the SEC tournament coming up in like three weeks, and they got the NCAA tournament. They're going to be a one seed, maybe the overall one seed. He's the best player and the leading scorer on the team. He's going to be drafted in the top 10. Yeah. You know, what I mean, do you do as the team that's looking at him? His whole life is in the balance right now. Here's an attorney on the truckwreck.com text line. There's a lot of variables. Did Miller provide the gun? Did he know the intent? Did he assist Miles after the shooting while knowing that the crime had been committed? Best case scenario, the kid gets off without being charged. If he can prove he didn't provide the gun and he had no knowledge of the crime, that's unlikely. Worst case, this is from an attorney. He's charged with felony accessory to murder because he illegally provided the gun and aided and abetted in the commission of the crime. So there is a legal explanation from Atolo. I just wondered, like, did he know that a crime was being committed? Uh, I, I think you could deduce at twelve thirty in the morning that you know something's going to be happening. Um, you know how much? You know, if he doesn't know, what is he? Is he supposed to in- interpret? Uh, I, I guess a good enough attorney could 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 talk him. You know, talk you out of that. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on the show. We have any other lawyers that are chiming in? Uh, people say a lot more to the Brandon Miller story than are being relayed. There's video and witness testimony confirmed he was not a participant or facilitator. Uh, he can't know how the gun would be used. I agree with that. Um, unless he did. Unless he, unless, had he discu- unless he had discussions. Yeah, that, unless he knew. And that's what this would come down to. So he's saying he delivered, all he did was deliver protection. Uh, accessory would be he knew what the intent of his actions were. Uh, Miller texted Miles, let him know the gun was loaded so he knew something. Um, yes. All right. A lot of stuff. At what point does the money become too much to retain Cooper Rush, the Dak Prescott threat? And should the Cowboys stretch to keep Donovan Wilson, Cowboys free agent tears as we go below the belt? Next on The Fan. Don't make me take off my belt. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, hello, gentlemen. We're going to talk... Dallas Cowboys free agents 19 there are 19 unrestricted free agents for the Dallas Cowboys this year I thought I saw that same number for the Eagles yesterday 19 so while we're sitting there rubbing our hands together waiting for them to fall apart we have uh, a high number I think it I think it matters though the like which one is these are a lot of depth guys Mm. these and whereas with the Eagles like I know eight of them from when we read the Shield Kapadia story, eight of them are either starters on defense or like co- like consistent contributors. And so they've got a, a lot of questions there. Miles Sanders. So they've definitely got more starters. You know Here, what Jalen Hurts is going to do, right? Uh, you know, run the ball 19 times again. <laughs> you know he's going to take – you know he's going to take $30 million. Yeah. You know he's going to – he's going to make us root for him mm-hmm. and, and just – and compare him and Dak even more – that would be one of the nails in Dak's coffin right here. Jalen Hurts went and took the team sacrifice. What if he did that? Thirty or thirty-five million dollars? Oh, oh, that would be awful for us. I mean, I, I, I mean, it would. <laughs> uh, that's. It, Could you see him possibly doing it? Is he the, the 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 saint that he is? Could you see him possibly being? I'll take thirty-five. Forget forty-five. Thirty-five. Keep the team around me. Wow. I can see it. You think he'd go full Dirk? Well, Dirk did get his at times. But, yeah, I remember Forbes had that article that they were like, they estimated he probably left $150 million on the table over the course of his career. That's my my Jalen Hurts crazy prediction. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Here are the 19 free agents. We'll run through them very quickly for the Cowboys. Dalton Schultz, Anthony Barr, T.Y. Hilton, Jason Peters, Brett Maher, Tony Pollard, Anthony Brown, Jonathan Hankins, uh, Matt Overton, the long snapper, uh, Cooper Rush, Carlos Watkins, Connor McGovern, Luke Gifford, Donovan Wilson, Leighton Vander Esch, CJ Goodwin, Noah Brown, and Dante Fowler Jr. So I liked this article that Todd Archer wrote for ESPN that typically when we ask these questions about Cowboys free agents, we kind of say, all right, who should you keep? Who should you cut? Uh, you know, uh, this projecting, this guy will be back. This guy will get franchised, do things like that. Archer took it a different direction. And so he's looking at the 19 unrestricted free agents and he's saying, this is where the Cowboys should be willing to retain all 19 essentially. So just trying to say budgeting, not, yeah, not as easy as just saying buy Cooper rush, but saying buy to Cooper rush. If it gets past this point. So he's broken them down into tiers, and of the 19 free agents, he has two players that he says you should stretch the budget to keep. Okay. Like, hey, if you've got to make some tough decisions to make this per- make sure this person's back, do it. The first one, safety Donovan Wilson. 
The Cowboys' base defense essentially features three safeties. Wilson led the Cowboys in tackles and had the most sacks, five, by a defensive back in the NFL in 2022. He was a tone setter on defense that led the league in takeaways uh, each of the past two seasons. He's the type of player the Cowboys want. Drafted in the sixth round, developed into a starter. Now it's time to sign him to a second contract. I absolutely agree. I would do... I mean, within how reason, he, obviously. How, how is he defending the pass? So he's he's better if things are in front of him. Like, he can make plays on the ball if things are in front of him. If you're asking him to play center field, he's not very good. But yeah. that's not that's not his role. He's a, he's a thumper. He's a downhill player. Mm. Look, I love Donovan Wilson. I have to double-check his age. Um, I believe he is 27 next year. But I feel like him and Curse, him, Curse, and Micah, and I don't even know if there's a third, like, represent. 26. 26 he's almost 26. They represent the attitude on the defense. Like, I love Donovan Wilson's nastiness. I feel like he's a true safety. He just turned 28 is what it is, actually, Chop. Donovan Wilson? Yeah. Spotrack says he's 25 yeah. in 352 days. Uh, Cowboys says right here, 28. I'm believing Spotrack over the Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> well, 28. It's a safety, though, and he's a, he's a – now, the question with him has always been he's – broken down at times he's gotten hurt a lot uh but in general i think especially sean if you want to move on from malik hooker and save that three and a half million and then israel mcquamu might be playing some corner next year instead of safety yep that's that's tough to do basically a full reset other than curse okay i had much more excitement in my voice one minute ago when i thought we were talking 26 versus 28 uh but okay we can we can stretch it a little bit Surprising name here, I think. The other, the the second name in his stretch, the budget to keep, Leighton Vanderesh. Oh man, Leighton Vanderesh played really well and stayed healthy for the most part. But I mean, you had that question again at the end of the season. It was another neck thing. And does anybody is anybody going to pay him what it would then lead to you having to stretch the budget to keep? I do agree that until they have better linebackers in place, they probably need to bring Leighton Vanderesh back. But what does stretching the budget mean? Yeah, what does stretching the budget mean? I will say this. When he got hurt, there was a panic felt around here that I never could have foreseen. Uh, we were terrified of going to go up against Philadelphia with all their zigging and zagging yeah. and misreading and putting Micah in the turnstile or whatever they call it. Um, we freaked out when Leighton Vanderish got hurt. So I'm not stretching too much, but... It felt safer and more stable when he was on the I, field. I hope he's back. Uh, Sarah got a jersey last year. Here's a TJ Maxx for like 12 bucks, and <laughs> she wants to be able to wear it again next year if she can. She wanted to get a new one, so I hope I hope he's back. Next section is don't overpay. So these are guys that if it's reasonable, do it, but do not overpay these guys. Okay. If it makes sense, do it. Wide receiver Noah Brown. No doubt. Man, Michael Irvin. The curse of Michael Irvin on Noah Brown. When Mike came on here and was mad that they were throwing that very important uh, play that ended up in the Jacksonville. Jacksonville. He said, why are we throwing to Noah Brown? I'm like, why are, you, he's open. why are you criticizing Noah Brown? He was Cooper Rush's favorite. Uh, but then Noah Brown from that point on felt like it was it was downhill with the way he ended the season. So, of course, do not overpay Noah Brown. No. I just would move on from Noah Brown. Like, there reaches a point even where you're if you're going to block. Even, even if you're a decent <laughs> player, which Mo, Noah Brown is, he's decent. Even if you're a decent player, I think there reaches a point where it's like, Find let's it. just refresh here because the dude's, this is, he's already been brought back on a third contract. This would be contract four. Yep. Like, it, that's enough. Defensive end, Dante Fowler Jr., six sacks and 343 snaps. Not bad. That's some nice flashes. Nice flashes. If he wants to come back on a, you know, 
Yeah, I'll come back one year, two million. Sure, it's good. I yeah. can I can live with that. Yeah, uh, definitely don't overpay. He he produced a little bit more than I thought he would, uh, but yeah, you can't overpay. And then the final name in his don't overpay, cornerback C.J. Goodwin, the Cowboys' best special teamer, thirty three. Seems to be year to year at this point for C.J. Goodwin. I. I think Nashawn Wright can do what C.J. Goodwin does. I know C.J. Goodwin's been a special teams ace, but Nashawn Wright gets a lot of credit for the team from doing that. He's younger. Get him some reps. I, I would just move on from C.J. Goodwin. Yeah, bye. Yep. Fine. Sure. 33. Sure he's not 31, according to the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How how are the ages? that? <laughs> that's pretty different. Uh, Spotrax had some old info on there before. Okay. Uh, take a chance. So these are more. Go ahead and gamble on these guys. Three of them. Running back, Tony Pollard. The franchise tag looms for Pollard. That would make sense for the Cowboys if they don't have a long-term deal in place by March 7th when the franchise tag window closes. But signing Pollard to a multi-year deal would make even more sense, RJ Choppy. Wow. Who said this, Archer? Yeah. This is Archer, right, which, out, hey, hey, him. no, no, you're not out on Archer. If Archer's saying that, that may mean you're out on the Cowboys front office because Archer is Archer's a very well-informed reporter. Uh, yeah, but he know what he needs to do? He has an obligation to speak it into existence, what he really wants to happen there. <laughs> and that is for him not to be signed. If they sign... I, I, Look, I, there's two options on the table. You can tag him for one year or you can let him go. The, the uh, Anything past one year with a multi-year deal is not an option, should not be an option. I have two options on the table as well. Unless you're getting two years at less than the $10 million total it would cost, which is never going to happen. I have two options on the table here. Okay. For option one, draft one in the sixth. Option two, draft one in the seventh. Those are my two <laughs> options on the table. I'll he's, agree with you. He's about to win you back. His second player. Take a chance Are on. you going to disagree with Archer on this? Um, I, I, I've i said I don't mind the franchise tag for him. I would not sign him to a long-term deal. No. 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 Anthony Brown. Oh, a choppy special. Cowboys huh? never really replaced him after the torn left Achilles in early December. Signing back on a one-year deal makes the most sense for both sides. I mean, look, you can get uh, you can get Brown and Lewis. Like, who, who are you going to replace? Let's say it's six million bucks. Now, obviously, the uh, the Achilles is a major sticking point for me because yep. he's now he's getting a little bit older and he's coming off a major injury. Uh, so, if you want to move on from him, I'm okay with that. But assuming he was healthy and he was going to get six million bucks a year, who are you going to find that's better than him for six million dollars? I am fine. Bringing him back on a one-year deal, if it's not the type of one-year deal, that means, well, he's our automatic starter. If you're going to sign him to one of those and then you're going to keep guys behind him as a progress stopper, no. If he wants to come back on a one-year deal and he's a contributor, fine. But otherwise, no. Uh, the third name, defensive tackle, Jonathan Hankins. I thought the run defense looked a whole lot better with him in there. Yes. He's an older player who some people thought was on the downside of his career. So 31 in March. He would be taking a chance on the Cowboys in that sense. Cowboys would be taking a chance in terms of we're going to stick with a veteran instead of letting some of these younger players go. Pay market price. Four names for you here. And I'm just going to list them down. You guys tell me which one you want to talk about. But this is let the market set the value and then you pay it. Cooper Rush. Carlos Watkins. Connor McGovern. And linebacker Luke Gifford. Special teams ace. What's the market uh, price for Cooper Rush? It's, what it, it, it according according to analysts, according to many people here, he's going to get paid big time money. I'm going to go get those receipts too. Without without looking, I would bet if he's going to be a backup with a chance to start or something like that. I think Cooper Rush, just without researching, I it strikes me six to seven million. 
I mean, that that's what like guys like six to seven. I thought people were talking much higher than. I that. mean, if you're going to give him a chance to start, maybe. Yeah, but I, I, I think six to seven million. Would you pay that? I'd rather pay Tony Pollard ten <laughs> than, than a backup quarterback six to seven. Million. Cooper Rush, no. Carlos Watkins, no. Connor McGovern. I'm in on McGovern. Fine. Luke Gifford, no. Those are my answers for that. Go ahead, explain McGovern. Uh, McGovern, and I your just, rush answer as well. I just think McGovern is is solid. He's he's not great, and that's kind of what Archer says here. He said he's solid. Nothing spectacular is nothing spectacular, but he's solid, which is okay. You you don't need spectacular as long as Biotis continues to improve. Martin plays like Zach Martin. The tackles are improving. You can have a guy who's just solid. You don't need to have Pro Bowlers at every spot. So I'm fine paying Connor McGovern and saying let's keep the continuity. Uh, and and then, rush, I you, would not pay Cooper Rush. No. No. no, I would not. I would not pay anything more than a minimum type of contract. Uh, and then, really quickly, the next Mike White. He's got the either ors. We won't spend time on these. Really, Matt Overton, Jake McQuaid, the two long snappers, Jason Peters, and T. Y. Hilton. Take them or leave them, basically. And then the move on names. He's got three linebacker Anthony Barr, who he says did a fine job after signing training camp, but they drafted Damone Clark. His eye on the future. It's his time now. Tight end Dalton Schultz, who's going to be out of their price range. Played on the tag last year. And then finally, kicker Brett Maher, who they seem to kind of just kick him out the door after the season anyway. Yeah. And uh, they just signed Tristan Vizcaino Whoa. yesterday to, I believe, a futures deal. So they're already working on kicker. We've been a little cold-blooded towards Maher. Yes, he was great last year. He was year. tremendous. He had, he had a bad day. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's stupid. Like, we haven't talked about that enough. Yeah. And Jerry said, period, point blank, with reporters, we're moving on. Not we'll see. We're moving on. Done. Out of here. All right, final hour of the show. Josh Green, the breakout player from your Dallas Mavericks, is going to join us. But the Rangers are already making a huge mistake. Humongous mistake before the season has even started. Who made the bigger Ranger mistake? The team or Peyton Russell? Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.